0: Welcome to The Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. We are live with The Next Level Show on the today's Mindset Monday episode. We are micless today.
1: Yes, no mic. Sam's
0: mic. No mic today. We, we have... Mikes, but we don't have our
1: mic yeah not the best Mike, because that is like, the best mic
0: he is one of a kind Mike. just good old 190 something pounds of muscle Mike. yes one of one but oh well i mean we're gonna have to do
1: our best without him <laughs> <laughs> like fuck that guy
0: <laughs> like oh well, let's just let's just take it on no know, just using... like that meme
1: oh no anyway <laughs>
0: So lately, we've been. I've been having some technical issues. I mean, Gabe, you can let me know at any given point if this starts to act up again. I don't know what's been going on. I hope the cable isn't acting up with my mic. Um, this is the only thing I can see because technically, connection hasn't been a problem. I haven't been cutting out. It's just more the static sound on the. La- I I actually listened to it, and I'm yeah. thankfully it wasn't exaggerated. I thought it was going to be way worse. It was just kind of that a new that nuisance of a like a. Like feedback it was getting yeah. some feedback on that end so
1: yeah it was a little weird i mean i i don't know if it's uh it's it's that rainy season time is was it raining or something around you or have they been working on like power lines or something because that's when what's been going on here and i was worried about that about the rain affecting any type of you know my my lines over here because it's like uh it's, it's it's like you know i don't know it's someone trips over a power line and you know knocks it out of the socket and it just goes out over here is just pretty crazy
0: yeah it's it it was definitely like raining hard those mornings when we recorded so it might be that also because the fact that i've noticed that they did new construction next door there was a wire that ran under under the ground that's now exposed so it might be affected when there are is um when there is weather like that so
1: fpl f and fpl
0: but I was going to tell you also the listeners, I don't know, cause I'm the one recording. Typically Mike's the one that gets the audio. Yours doesn't sound bad. It just sounds like a little different than it has been with your other computer. We know that your other computer is going through an update taking a little bit. So just wanted to kind of give the listeners a heads up, just in case I know we've been kind of <laughs> our listeners are getting more um, sophisticated with the audio. And they're telling us, hey, what's going on? Or hey, it sounded bad last time what's going on. So mm-hmm. we, we know these things just so we're aware, we'll do our best. Uh, the most important thing is that we leave the you guys can leave this episode feeling better, maybe to some th- stuff to think about throughout your day throughout your week. Or just hold on to. I mean, this might be more impactful for some listeners uh, versus others. But all the same, we hope to provide some value. Um, Before that, I wanted to kind of ask you your honest take on Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat.
1: Well, I think we're going to differ here because you were totally shitting on it. And I do agree that there were things that they could have been done better. As a whole, it was fine. I feel like it was fine up until up until the end. It was the end kinda like stopped kind of abruptly or weirdly in my opinion. Uh, however, I do like the um oh and also something else that I would really like the something else that I really did appreciate is any type of interaction that there was between the Scorpion and Sub Zero characters. I'm sure you can agree that that was probably the the highlight of the movie. Anything actually you know what, I'm lying. Another surprising highlight of the movie that I really enjoyed, the the character Kano. I yeah. thought he was hilarious. Yeah. I thought he was just hilarious. Um I would have liked more of a tournament. It, it's supposed to be a tournament. There was none. There was kinda like a kinda sort of, but not really. So mm-hmm. I would like that in the future. I would like this this uh this universe to continue. Moral comment is just so it's so it, oh my goodness. So I'm and I think I said this before that I'm not a Mortal Kombat guy, I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan, uh, you know, fanboy or all about it. The most experience that I've had with the, with the series is really Mortal Kombat 2 and then maybe like a distant second Mortal Kombat 3 and then far in, in, in the distance is 1 as far as my personal experience and enjoyment playing the games. I know that since then, it has taken a hard left turn with the story, and there's been a lot of resets. They go back in time to fix this a couple times. It's just really weird, and it's all out there. Tons of characters, which is weird that they would include a new one, in my opinion. But I think it was promising. Was it the greatest? No, I don't think so at all. I'd probably give it a good... Maybe like a six and a half, seven. Because of what it can lead to and also what I was expecting from it. I'm not expecting some type of rich storyline driven, you know, with, with, with developing the characters in such a short amount of time with so many characters there on the screen. Um, I thought that the costume design was just amazing. I thought that the visuals of them showcasing their abilities was pretty cool. Uh, I would want more of the sub-zero uh, scorpion interaction. I would want some more of uh, the tournament um, style action going on, or some type of implementation of it. Um, I do like all these Easter eggs that they would kind of like throw in, like they would reference, uh, or there was the time that they would show pictures of like past winners, and it would be like people from past games. So I do like that. Um, I, I, I people have been shitting hard on the movie. I think that it's not as bad as people say it is is it a perfect movie not by any chance is it better than the first one um you know what i'd probably say yes that it is better than the first one um, and the the what kind of makes me pause for a second is really that soundtrack that song from the first one is really just super iconic and it's uh i don't, I don't think anything can top that you probably have to take that song just about the same or maybe just do a little spin on it for the new one or anything, but um, I I enjoyed it for what it was. Will I watch it again? Probably not, but that's not a negative. On, that's not a knock on the movie. How about you? So, how, how bad was it? Tell me how bad it was.
0: So I watched it all the way through and quite frankly, me and my buddy, we were planning on watching this in theaters. Thank God we didn't. We've been pissed. Um, I literally bought Well, oh, It's free. I, why the hell would you? well right. because you know we haven't been to the theaters in a while right so i mean mm-hmm. there has been like we were thinking you know what Mom, we we both love mortal kombat we play all the games and uh we battle it out for hours sometimes just going at really? it and i, yeah, I had no idea it. yeah what no, do you like what them- do you like in the
1: games or what well, i'm sorry uh two questions for you one what game do you like the most because there's like what is it i think like 11 of them and mm-hmm. two what character of that game do you like
0: so, okay, so I've only played 10 and 11 in the last couple years. I did play a lot back in 64 when they had the 64 one. Um so that's and I've played a couple here and there, but as far as more recent, I got back into it just because the gameplay has completely changed. They're also yep. the same creators of Injustice. They branched out and made Injustice with Superhero. So I just love the gameplay. It's very you can't mash buttons and get away with shit in those games. That's what I like about them. They're very mm-hmm. well designed. Um very challenging to be very good and play at a high level these guys are just on some other shit but yeah. um but i love the games i played 10 and 11 uh they're both different as far as story i have don't i'm not familiar too much with the story of 11 because i've only played with my on my friend's console and uh i, I played 10 10 was fun i think it was cool it had some cool little add-ons um characters that you can get like the little packs and yep. it was fun, dude. I think it was very like I, I, I do well with a modify because now I don't know. I can't remember if eleven, I was ten, I was able to modify, but this one you're able to custom the suits, abilities, um, fighting style. So it gets more nice. complex. It's a, it's a hate <laughs> love, it's a love hate relationship with that. But I usually can kill tremendous with subs um, with scorpion. With scorpion, I'm usually just. You know, I'm pretty easy flowing. He's easy to use. He's pretty balanced. Other fighters I play around with Jacks. I play with some bigger characters that are a bit slower. Um, but typically, um, I'll definitely play with like Scorpion as my consistent fighter. And cool. as far as so, as far as the movie goes, so this is why I was disappointed. The trailer looked sick. And I think that they they looked a lot. It looked very very well made. There had been teasers in the past. So once they actually, when they actually showed, okay, this is going to be the thing. Cool. I was, I was looking forward to it. Um, I don't know, man. There's something about the story. I felt like it was going well. The last couple of minutes were completely rushed. I think it's like, they crammed so much in 20 minutes. I'm thinking yes. like, dude, we're like an hour and 20 minutes into this movie. Like, where are we going? Like, where's this, mm-hmm. where those, where's the point? Where's the tournament? Um, apparently the rumor is that there's going to be four more, they have lined up four movies to go or three, three to four movies, which is fine. It makes sense. I'm cool with that. I don't really don't care. I'm down with it. We have the technology to do so. I just don't know, man. I feel like what killed it for me more so was the acting of two particular characters in that, that were pretty consistent in the screen. And for me is the main character. I didn't feel it. I didn't like it. I thought he was very like mediocre. His acting was very average at best. He looked like he came off on of a low-budget show and he got thrown into the movies. Um, Sonia Blade love the character in the game. It was she was hit or miss for me on some of the, some of her scenes. And this is the thing, dude. I'm not that hard of a critic where I'm just I'm going into it. Like I'm not expecting a particular storyline, I'm just trying to go and enjoy. The, the the art, the choreography, the action. Bro, when I can notice something, when I can notice the acting is off, it's pretty bad because I'm pretty reasonable with stuff like that. I'm I'm okay with certain things, but I'm just staring at it. I'm like, ooh, that kind of sounded forced. Ooh, that that doesn't seem like it's going with the theme. It's like too intense when the scene is not even that intense. I'm like, relax, bro. It's really not that serious just yet. Um then I wish it would have been more Scorpion involved into this movie. He, he had, yeah. He's a badass actor. I mean, I can't oh yeah, in he's movies. A- Scorpion and sub zero were the best part of the whole movie. Yes. Kano great character. He's hit it spot on Jax. I like Jax. Of course they have other characters that I'm kind of disappointed that they let off already so early into the movies uh, saga, but whatever, that's fine. But yeah, dude, it was just, it was more so like a letdown more than anything. It was more kind of like where I left, I stopped watching the movie. The movie was over. Me and my buddy are just staring kind of like, yeah, that was very mediocre at best. For so let me ask this about,
1: about the main character. Again, which is so weird, right? Isn't it weird that they have it's to introduce relevant. something? Yeah. Why? I mean, if you have such a rich history in like, how many characters do you think there are in the Mortal Kombat universe? Like, oh, I, I can't even like, exactly. So what would be the point of bringing in somebody new? But whatever, you know, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. But let me ask you this. Is do is your disdain for the character have anything to do with him, like one of his main focuses or the way that you were first introduced to him is being in an MMA style fight? essentially he's an MMA fighter and you're an MMA fan? Was that one of the things that was a knock or did it kind of like help? Or you're like, oh, cool. That it's, you know, did you enjoy him breaking up, busting out some moves and takedowns and hold and stuff did you like that or
0: so my 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 opinion on him has nothing to do with what he did as far as like his fighting choreography or anything like that it was mm-hmm. just flat out his acting like his yeah, acting yeah. itself was what got me like and like i said i'm not a picky dude where like i'm i like some really bad movies Like, I genuinely enjoy really bad (laughs) movies. Like, I'll admit it. Like, there's some movies that, like, I watch for my own pleasure. And, like, I find the, you know, and it's, like, a little bit of, like, mediocre acting in it you can tell like the, it, but it's all a young cast they threw in some really big hitters in this movie with some very mediocre actors and i think you just it just doesn't mesh well with the level of people because sub-zero and, and scorpion were uh, they're pretty like yeah. They're they're, yeah they're they're good they're solid they their interactions everything the way they uh portrayed their character was very true this mm-hmm. guy had very too little substance and it was his ego yeah. for me. I don't care what he did. Cool, his abilities fine, sure.
1: I kind of and also on good. that on that note, what was his thing? I just still don't even get what his thing was.
0: Yeah, no one gets it. It's just it's that's what I Was I'm it saying. that he like, can
1: he can get beat up?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't I don't make know. sense. Like, yeah, it's this I don't weird. Know. Yeah. It's, it's, so the listeners, I put it on my story because everyone kept asking when I posted, I'm like, dude, it's, it's, it's trash. Like, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so and let me ask this. Because... Hold, on, hold on. Let me
1: ask if there's, if they say another one is coming out, would you watch going... the next one?
0: I'm going to watch it, yes. Okay. I'm going to watch it because I, I like Mortal Kombat that much. It's, it's not because I'm, I'm hoping they do better and I'm hoping the critiques that people are putting, it's not like like, like you said, you're not expecting this like, you know, Oscar winning movie. It's more so, you know, they have a lot of sub, a lot of writing, man. They have a lot of substance they can pull from the video games, which I feel like people would appreciate more. Or if they're going to do something a little different, then kind of builds like, there's no connection to characters there. There's zero connection. Like even when certain characters are killed, you're like, eh, like it sucks. I'm kind of annoyed at one character in particular dies. Um, so early on, I think, you know, which one I'm talking about, but it's, it's just like, there's no, I like when a show or a movie allows you to connect. And I think that is where you're able, cause you know what happened? This is like a very perfect example of when I use the analogy of fast and the furious one with um, point break. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? Why are those, those movies aren't like, you know, fundamentally at their core, they're not the greatest movies ever created. Like they're not there's a there's much better. But you know what it is a familiarity. That's what gets people to connect to a movie and be like, damn, I'm all about it. Um, I feel like that they would have created something very identical to the first one, but just rebooted it and maybe added a little bit of twist. It would have been a fantastic movie. People would have loved it because the first one, I guess, had the potential. This is the, the technology wasn't there, man, to produce yeah. this uh, cinematic experience. So that's my personal take. I don't want to bore the listeners with that too much. But yeah, <laughs> it just they killed it with the familiarity piece. If they would have made people connect to the characters, at least if they're going to introduce a new one, really make them feel, I don't know. I
1: think- like. Yeah no no I totally I totally agree with you but I think one of its biggest strengths is also one of its greatest weakness where since it has so many characters and you would want to see all of them how can you flesh out so many characters in a short amount of time this is in true. in one in one movie right so maybe this is something where it would be best suited for like you know um like an Amazon Prime or Netflix or just a series where it's a whole bunch of you know maybe like minis to create some 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 a larger universe that you can appreciate. Maybe the first couple episodes are just you know letting introducing to the characters and then later on it's, it's the tournament and then how that goes and then the fallout from I, it. Who knows? But I mean, I would I would hope that another one is made and that the. Uh some of the main characters do come back, in particular, um Scorpion. Dude, he is just awesome. He's that same he's the same. He was in um Endgame. He was uh the one who uh, Hawkeye takes down uh, in the in, in Japan. Who remember when, when Scarlet Witch I mean not Scarlet Witch, um Black Widow, she meets Hawkeye in and she tracks him down and he's like don't give me hope, don't do that. Do you recall?
0: I don't remember.
1: All right. Well, anyways, he so he is one of the guys that that uh, he's the last guy that Hawkeye takes down. He's also in The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. You've seen that movie, right? Yeah. Amazing movie. He's
0: even in Rush Hour or something like
1: that yeah he's he's been in like a tons of stuff so i was just Wolverine, looking at his Wolverine. yes 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 so he's in he's in an, an amazing amount of movies uh great movies and even the dude that played sub-zero he's been like i, I think i mentioned to you he was in the movie uh, the night comes for us he was in uh the raid he's been in a lot of uh recent movies also i think he was also in rush hour mm, two i want to say so anyways, um great actors, great action as far as the action goes. The action was 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 great I in my opinion. Um it, they I think they got the 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 gore of Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, they did great. They get spot on on there. They gave a little bit of a retro feel to it too.
1: Yeah. But um yeah, it's like you said, I think that's uh, what we think. I would be curious to see what everyone else thinks listening to this. I would also yeah. be curious as to see what uh, Mike says. I'd like to get his uh, his point of view.
0: We'll ask him. Yeah. Bottom line. I think that that's what I'm saying. They had a combination of solid actors with the actors that I feel like just weren't on that same level. So you could see the big contrast. And I honestly, I would have appreciated personally what I would have loved to see and what I was thinking the movie was going to go was more of Scorpion. Um, yes. That rivalry between, they just didn't, it left me wanting more. Um, it focused way too much on this other stuff that I guess was important, but hopefully, mm-hmm. on, I'm all for it. Like when you said about series, I think that series right now, I watch more series than anything else than movies lately. I'm, I'll watch movies still, of course, but I'm more into. I love the depth that you can create with characters, the storylines, obviously budget allowing you can make something really great. So it's just, it also depends that I think that's why HBO killed it with Game of Thrones back in the day when they didn't just completely, uh, this this is a perfect example. The way I felt at the end of that movie was the same way I felt at the season finale of Game of Thrones, I was like, I was like, (laughs) Wow. Like that was anticlimactic. It very Um, it was. It was very anticlimactic. So it it was like that. But for example, up to that point, Game of Thrones created such a cinematical experience and with a lot of substance. So you connected on all like you know with characters. And I think that's the most important with anything content shows movies like like you know what you're trying to present as far as like to the audience like i think that we have listeners that tune in because then somehow they're connected or they relate if we don't typically people will tune out no matter how great or bad the information is you will just tune out because you there's a part of humanity that you need to be able to connect to have that experience bottom line disappointed we'll watch it the new ones yes hopefully they do better now, if they're listening, directors. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> <laughs> just spam them like the next level of show. No, uh, but anywho, yes, should we get, should we get into this stuff until some, I uh, think we're uh, all,
1: we're, we're all ready? Yes, all right, yeah.
0: After my freaking heated rant with this, shit, um, <laughs> let's go for it. <laughs> so, with the whole thing with connection, no, I'm kidding, it's gonna go in a different direction. So, um, what I was talking about with Gabe off air a little bit, something I was thinking about is uh because i i outside of fitness and outside of um i guess like the science-based stuff of health and nutrition like i love this information I, I research you know i'm always constantly listening to other professionals i'll be reading a couple blogs that pop up on my on my on my site based on what the searches i get um so i'm, I'm really in tune with that but i also i'm a big i'm a big component of personal development I and mean, that's why we do these mindset monday episodes or they have some fitness into them, but they're also stuff that we can apply and think about outside. Because what makes the what makes your fitness health and health journey so much more worthwhile is the fact that your its applicability to the real world. If you are just about muscles and uh, meal prep and uh, exercise, it's a very subcategory. Like you're, it's like just one. It's one aspect of your overall health and happiness. I mean. The reason why I stick with this so long is because I've also been able to incorporate and kind of mesh everything together to be one thing versus fitness is just one small piece of my life. It's not like I have an off the wagon on the wagon mentality. It's just part of what I do, part of who I am. And yeah, so with that being said, I think that the biggest component here is to attract and build the life that you want with this is you have to understand that you have to be the change that you want to see. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you can blame your surroundings, the way you grew up, your partner, uh, your job. Your kids, if you want to be that way, but you can blame so many things as to why you are not, you know, in the place you're at, or you're not as happy as you want to be. It's almost like the key, the, the the cheesy saying of like happiness is with from within or something like that. Some um, yeah, I butchered that, but no, it's it's but it, it's it's true. I mean, at the end of the day, like you have to be the constant here, like you have to be the person that if things are not going the way you want it, then do something about it. And that's kind of like the premise of this show, this episode in particular. I just want the listeners to understand that if you want something to change and you're not changing, then don't, you know, you have nowhere, You have no room to complain and whine until you start taking accountability and, and responsibility for your actions. You will start to notice that your life begins to change in all areas. And this is like from your health, which is super important, of course, but it also in the sense of your relationships, your work environment, your stress levels, your, you know, if you're battling with certain things, I mean, you got to constantly work because it's your body. You're, you're the one living in your, in your own skin. I mean, you gotta, you have to do the stuff that you want to become better. You can't expect everything to be perfect. Everyone to understand everyone to do what you want to do or the circumstances to play in your favor you got to just go out there and get it, man. And I think that's what's going to happen as a result is just, you're going to start attracting the things that you want. You want a better life. You want more peace. You want more happiness. You want better relationships with your partner. You want a partner, period. Be the person that you want to attract. You know, you be, and, be that person.
1: And I think most people, they do, they do realize that they want those things in some way, shape, or form in their life. So everybody does, right? But who is able to make those changes within their day-to-day to make that happen. You know, uh, you know if you're waiting for, for John to come knock on your door or bust through your door, grab you by the hand and make these changes for you, that's probably not going to happen, right? I don't think you're, no, is that this week or is that next week? That's not, that's not scheduled, right? No, not no, this week. no. I don't have okay, okay, on my cool. That. Yeah. All right, cool. So he's not going to do that for you. So you know you can't wait for anyone to for for anyone to make these changes happen in your life. You gotta you gotta start, and then you're just like, okay, well, shit. Where it's just so much, and it goes back to that whole thinking of like you know looking up at the at, at this uh, Mount Everest and saying, oh my goodness, it's I gotta make so much changes. It's gonna be so much work. But you know you you can't if you if you start complaining about certain things within your life. You realize that there it can be better, which it can always be better, right? If we're if we're being honest, then be the change that you want to see in your life. And it kind of even saying that kind of reminded me of you, you. well, you've seen Bruce Almighty, right? Yeah. Doesn't that isn't it kind of like the the catch line that he that he says, "Be the change" or "Be the miracle you want to see" or some some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's exactly like that. Where if you want to you know improve any aspect of your life, then You know, make that change happen. It starts with you. You know, if if you're, I don't know, your partner, your kids, your family, or something, you would want them to start making better choices within something, you know, you can't just tell them, hey, you need to do this and force them and drag them because then they'll be kicking and screaming all the way and it probably won't happen. So you got to just show them the better way. And that's kind of like what I. Um, what I learned where I can't, you know, forcibly grab someone by the hand and, and, and tell them, look, this is how it's going to be from now on because this is what's best for you. I just show them by lead by example. And that's one of the things that you kind of learn as a, as a parent that you need to know when you can push your kids to a certain amount. And if you do too much, then what's going to end up happening, they're going to either rebel right then and there or when they leave you. Right Those that are like you, know, super you know controlling parents, most of the times when the kids leave, what do they do? They just totally go make a hard left and go against totally against everything that you've been pushing on them. So instead of doing that, just show them, "Hey, look, if I make these, cho- these better choices, then this is what happens. I you know can be healthier, I can be happier, I can have a good relationship with uh, you know the parent, the other parents or whomever it is that you're with, or even with them themselves. And if you're someone that went through a negative aspect, like let's just say you have, um, you know, grew up uh, not the best childhood because of your parents, family members or whatever. You know, it's easy to let that cycle continue and you should be the one to break that break those chains. And I feel like, you know, Jennifer and I were talking about this before that we we're the ones that kind of like broke those chains in both of our families and were able to lead them and in, in show them in, in how things can be done in a, a more positive way. And we were just like, you know, if someone were to tell us, like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. As far as kids, in particular with kids, I can't really tell you, you know, you got to do X, Y, and Z because we've been doing a certain kind of way from the jump. You know, I can't, I can't tell you, you know, as your, your kid at three, four, five, ten 10 years old as to what to do because, I, I mean, I don't know. Everyone's totally different. I mean, you can't just – you know, again, make a hard left from what they've been used to. So it's just, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just leading by example and being what you can be. And if other people want to join you and they want to make this change with you, then great. Please come along. There's plenty of room on this train. But if not, then, well, I guess the train is leaving. And sometimes you got to leave them, leave people behind
0: uh things that kind of things that i think about when you're bringing that up it's uh give me one second hopefully the that didn't interrupt the audio i got a okay cool precisely people want to facetime me when i'm in the podcast this always seems to happen (laughs) it's almost like they have a sensor that goes off um and like yeah anywho um impromptu guest yeah. So basically what you were saying, I know I'm about to just bring on my FaceTime people No. So basically like <laughs> what you were saying about like how people, you know, sometimes like almost, almost when they, they, they talk, it's like, they're expecting you to come through their door and, and grab their hand. Right. I actually was just speaking to somebody yesterday about this and they know I'm a trainer, um, which ironically enough, like it was like almost like I was trying to enjoy the evening, but it was also natural <laughs> when you're a personal trainer it becomes some to- somehow a topic about what you do, which is what I think I enjoy a lot about this um, this space, man. Is just that it allows it's something that I, it's so me, it's so who I am naturally that it just allows me to technically be myself all the time and express what I love to do with everyone, express my passions, and people are just always so like you know, I think they're kind of taken back about how relaxed I am about the situation, I'm not this like intense person I was drinking a couple I had a couple beers yesterday I, I enjoyed the dessert that they got for me because it was like a pre celebration um, type of event oh complete side note pause right here right so I wanted to actually share with you what I had yesterday and I thought it was really cool I had a, a pavlova or pavlova I think that's what it's called um, it's it's like this pastry that has a Russian name so I thought it was a Russian dish but apparently the origins of this uh, Pavlova, is, it's named after a, a, a Russian dancer back like way back. And it comes from Australia and New Zealand. It's a pastry that's a very thin cake with a lot of strawberries on it. And mm. like this uh, this type of like whipped cream thing that like with some dulce de leche, it's amazing, dude. I'm not a big sweets dude, but that was very enjoyable dessert. So I just needed, I, I was gonna bring this up at the beginning of the show. I was in a food coma all day. I had a lot of protein, a lot of steak. And then we had a paella too, um, Spaniard uh, stir fry with seafood, basically, is what for people that don't know. Great, great food. I love all that stuff. I'm not a picky eater, so I always tell people, if anyone anyone wants to invite me anywhere, like you know, another country, I'm always down because I'm not going to like shy away from trying food. I'm really not that picky. I feel bad for picky eaters. You guys are missing out. Anywho, back on topic. Um, that's <laughs> kind of that made me think about the person, the client yesterday, the potential client that was talking to me about this. But I also was thinking about, you know, you said something about relationships. I think this is, you know, why is this topic also kind of hit home? I'm analyzing my situation, right? Like, I'm like, I always joke around that I'm the single guy on the show. But what I've learned is that the type of, you know, women that I even just from a dating perspective that I used to hang out with, or I used to entertain and spend time with back then looks completely different in the last like five years, for example. And I think that this also comes from a mindset. And the latest couple of things that I get is, you know, you, you are, you have to change who you are if you don't like where you're at this is like, I also hear a lot of negativity sometimes from peers on social media about the dating space with how bad everyone is. And it's like, I always, the way I look at the situation, if there's, if there's so much problems, then the common denominator typically is you, you're the problem. You're the one making these choices because you're the one that dictates who and who doesn't into your life. So I think that, even from a, uh, a perspective of like, if you want a better, you want better relationships, this can be friendship, this can be romantic relationships, you have to get to a place yourself where you are attracting potentially these also like minded individuals that might be in a in that same level as you, you can't expect to be a lazy, out of shape, doesn't take care of themselves, isn't clean and expecting a, a, a supermodel like to come at you <laughs> come at you and be like and approach you obviously it's no more than that but you you know what i'm saying it's a basic example no, i got you have to take care of yourself be clean be responsible you know be kind be respectful and you'll typically attract a type of partner that is on the same mindset same level as that same thing with friendships if you have friends that are bums and, you know, if you're just completely around people that have no drive, that are, you know, negative, that are gossipy, that are constantly like in a bad mood, what ends up happening that you become the common denominator of that typically, right? So it's it's like if the people you surround yourself with the most in your life, typically you'll be the average of that type of person or traits. So I love this because it's also allowed me to really foster new relationships that are that are have been fantastic, such as the gentleman on this podcast as such as other people that I meet throughout, you know, you know, the clients that I even attract, I would say, it's like, it's it goes to show that you got to continue to work on yourself and not wait for stuff just to happen to you stuff will come into your life. Opportunities will be presented as a byproduct. I know Gabe loves when I go this direction. Are I do of you, you becoming this change that you want. It's not as fast process. It's gonna take some time, and everyone's journey is absolutely different. What people want out of life is completely different. So don't don't model your life after someone that has zero relevance with your values, um, your what's what's important to you as far as like goals. Um, you gotta, you gotta align yourself with what, ask yourself, what is important to you? What is it that you're trying to get out of this life? Whatever it may be, work towards that. And you'll watch how the doors start to open for themselves. It almost seems like, like it's, um, I don't know, serendipitous, or it's like, oh, it's just like, it just so happened. It just, it becomes that much more effortlessly because your focus is in the right places. It stops being that negative, closed-minded, fearful uh, type of mentality where you become more open you see the opportunities that are around you 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 meet people that because people also sense these things i'm not a big person i i, I don't like getting woo woo but it's it's an energy thing too. You can sense when someone has good intentions and you can sense when someone's being a sleazy bastard. It just depends like, you know, we as humans have very good bullshit detectors. We've, we've talked about on other shows. Um, if you allow yourself to be receptive to these things. So I think those are the main points as far as, I don't know, Gabe, I want to even ask you, back when you were younger, Gabe, um, <laughs> how was de- how was dating for you in the younger years?
1: Back in my day, uh <laughs> used to send, no, used it to was, send
0: pigeons, right? <laughs>
1: this is this is true. It was more like a smoke <laughs> signal. That's what it was. A bottle in the ocean. You know, eventually it got to them. So it, it's uh, so I was more of like a I I guess like a serial dater. Back when I was younger, I used to go like on a whole bunch of like, you know, first dates. So I just loved meeting people, like the just interacting. I didn't have any kind of expectations. I didn't say you know, hey, Let me just go out with a whole bunch of people, and hopefully something happens. And you know, at that one time. And if it doesn't, I'm gonna move on. It's totally not my uh, not my state of mind. It was just like, oh, just hang out. You know, we'll go catch a movie, get some to eat, have some good conversation. I was a a, a very social butterfly back then. So, and, and I think it was because of having that repressed for so long when I was younger, where I was like super shy and meek and wasn't able to fully express myself or build any type of relationship. So I kind of like tried to maybe make up for that in, in a short amount of time. But it was exactly that, just trying to, you know, see what people are about. And, hey, you know, cool, you know, we had a good time. But, you know, eh, we're not on the same level. Let me just uh, keep it moving and go on to some, you know, try to make a connection with somebody else. And that's what um, basically how it was for me. And met some What's great people. Comment? I don't Go ahead. Want to
0: interrupt. what's like, what's a common thing you noticed, um, as far as okay, that's not for you. But what's a common thing that you noticed that maybe you didn't want for yourself, maybe you had already this moral compass or this sense of value of what you were looking for in a person, because I think people need to understand too. depending on where you're at, Pete, this can be this can apply for someone that's recently divorced, someone that's older, because older doesn't always mean wiser. And I've learned this the hard way speaking with certain individuals, their mindset. So I Me? just wanted to kind of hear from you, what is like stuff? that maybe you knew that you didn't want in your life and stuff that you kind of were piecing together as you were going through this?
1: Well, well one thing that for sure I didn't want in my life is someone that was all about the uh, hanging out and partying and just doing all these kind of craziness and, and, and things. Those are the people that I for sure did not attract whatsoever because I was not on that level. So if I wasn't doing those kind of things and, and putting myself in these kind of situations, then those were not the type of people that I was attracting. So for sure, that was one thing that I was just like, oh, that's a big fat negative for me. Um, I'm one that's really not a, I hate, you know, cigarette smoking. smoking back then was a little much more bigger than it was now. So that was always like a big negative for me. I was just like, oh, you smoke. That's a minus like, you know, five points for, for, for someone doing that. But, um, so that was one people doing that. And I've always had like an affinity towards anyone who likes to take care of themselves in some way, shape or form. Doesn't mean that, uh, you know, physically it could be like just mentally, could be you know spiritually or or any kind of fact uh, way shape or form for that. So that's that was those are two things that really kind of like stood out for me and that I was if I kind of sh- tried to think about it right now really quick um, things that stood out and I would that I would look for. But um something else something that I wanted to 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 bring up to I think that you mentioned was where you feel like you're stuck in some type of a um, a cycle or some you know whether it be with your friends they're all a certain kind of way. And you're like, well, you know, this is how they are. I guess this is how it is. And this is how it's always going to be. And if you have that state of mind, then yes, you are right. That is how it's always going to be because you are choosing not to ma- take any kind of action or step out of that um, whatever kind of comfort zone that you perceive that you are in. And you need to be that changing. You need to step out of it. You know, it's. It, uh, I think the saying was, uh, show me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Because of everyone around you is basically uh, some, Im- an image of, uh, an image of you. And you need to just step out of that, step out of that, step out of that stage, step out of that circle, you know, kick those bums out into the street and, um, <laughs> and start forging some new friendships, some new relationships. And I kind of mentioned in the, in, in the family aspect, if something happens, something is going on in your family, if, uh, some type of, um, either, you know, addiction in some way, shape or form, like alcoholism or drug use, or, you know, whether it be, uh, putting up with, uh, things that you really shouldn't put up with. And that's something where you say, well, I guess this is destined for me and I'm going to do that because this is what I'm used to. And this is all that I've known. Then yeah, it'll continue with that, but you need to be the one to break free out of that. Um, and that's basically what we, what I was referring to before about, um, us breaking the chains and doing something else and it's kind of crazy how such a vast difference from one generation to the next can be seen um if we sit back and we um we kind of like started to analyze and really look at it from an objective standpoint of how much different that we we put ourselves and then in in doing so for a good while we kind of like it was just us and we were cool with that because of how we knew where if we would be around those that are, that we were familiar with, it would put us in that same circle, that same type of a cycle, that same hamster wheel of going absolutely nowhere. So we didn't want to become like some nowhere riders. We wanted to just go out there and forge our, a new path for ourselves. Um, That was that.
0: No, I like that. I think that's, this is going to be a very valuable for people um, listening because what you're saying isn't like, Oh my God. I never, people probably have heard of this. It's not revolutionary stuff. It's not like this magical tip that it's the secret that no one has known. It's it's stuff that it's pretty fundamental stuff here. It's very applicable stuff. Anyone doesn't matter what stage in your life you, it has nothing even do with money. You know what, you you know, a lot of times I hear a lot of this advice and yeah, money is important, but you know, if you're an asshole without money, you're going to be an asshole with money. So it's like, it has to go deeper than that. The finance, the financial piece is a whole other subject that I would, you know, I think is important as well to discuss. But as far as this one, you you have to, you know, you have to really deep look inside in and, and, and really have this serious, like dialect with yourself, or just write it out or, Talk with someone. I mean, you gotta, you gotta present this stuff, and you know, put it out in front of you, see it for it's for yourself, and you know, it's not neglecting certain things, um, whether it may be past traumas or past issues chains of the family that you want to break. Cause we all have those, like we all have like our family and half lambs have all made mistakes. Every single one, there's no family that is perfect. There's some stuff that you, you guys make mistakes as a parents, as a couple, as a person, individual, we all do. That's part of it. Um, I think that the the beautiful thing is that you have the opportunity to do better right now. You have the better, you have the opportunity to do better tomorrow. You every day is a new opportunity just to continue to get better, do better, not do the same mistakes over and over, if you choose not to. I mean, so definitely is a lot of reflection here, a lot of self awareness is understanding that there's something that you do not like, and that's okay. A lot of times it's about like the messages, like love yourself, you're perfect the way you are. And I think, yes, this is a, this is also an important thing to discuss, but it's also, I feel like, don't let don't get carried away. With uh neglecting that there is a problem to begin with. I mean, that's okay. That stuff is not up to par with where you want it to be. That's the whole point of personal development. You know, definitely some growth there. Growth is uncomfortable. You're gonna have to go through things that maybe you naturally don't want to do because you have been doing something a certain way or been thinking about something a certain way. The times I get into discussions with people and it may get a little bit intense of a conversation, is typically someone that is either challenging my personal belief, my self belief on something and or vice versa, I might challenge their paradigm a little bit. And then um, I think the most important thing to have these conversations with someone that you know, check yourself, don't get emotional, just hear what other perspectives have to say, you may learn something believe it or not, there's a, you, the person you least expect it might have something to offer. Even if you feel like maybe you're above them. Um, I think it's always being receptive to learn and change. Um, obviously keeping these core principles and values that, you know, are pretty staple, but if you know that you have a pretty shitty value, that's just like being selfish and, and hurting people, maybe that's not a really good priority and value that you should probably carry on. Maybe you should learn a little bit about kindness and whatnot, but But not to get off subject here, it's just bottom line with this podcast, to take away and go on with your day and with your week, even though this is airing in the evening, is to understand that at the end of the day, it all boils down to one one thing, and that is you. What do you want to get out of this? What do you want to get out of your health and fitness? What do you want to get out of your relationships? What do you want to get out of your education, your business, your your whatever you do? It all comes down to what you want. And as long as you keep yourself open, um, to, to subject to change and learn, you're going to be fine. No one's going to be perfect. You're going to, if you're not learning something new every day, then what are you doing? I mean, the saying is true. Like you learn something new every day. I learned today that even though I'm 29 years old, acting is still a thing. And (laughs) (laughs) I I say this because Gabe is the only one that can see me right now, but yeah, I have a zit that I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm getting a little bit too old. And he actually told me, like, I thought you already grew out of that. And I'm like, I did, too. But apparently, no, it doesn't matter no, how too. old you are. I've, no matter Don't how matter. old you are, sometimes it sometimes comes to you. So anywho, I think that
1: wraps that up pretty good. What'd you say? I'd say so. Takeaways. It all starts with you. Um, bust through those chains that you feel like are holding you down because they're really not. And kick those bums out.
0: Kick those bums out. Not those bums. Suns out, bums out, something like that. <laughs> is it buns or <laughs> buns? No, it's buns.
1: Buns. You, well, Gabe sure, would. do that too.
0: Gabe would know. He's all about that this summer. Hot girl shit.
1: <laughs> that is you. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. You got anything uh, else?
0: I got something for you, Gabe.
1: Oh, shit. I have to
0: let everyone know that I have finally figured out how to successfully clone a human. Needless to say, I'm beside myself.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. That's
0: a good one. That's a good. One. Shout out to Mister Russell Prentice, one of my clients. He's awesome. He's always put. Post- he's on a roll, man. He's like kicking your ass, bro. I don't know. He's like he's he's putting you. He's gonna make you work.
1: All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, my friend was bragging about that his uh, new three D printer can print a gun. <laughs> Big deal. I've had a Canon printer for years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we
0: miss Mike. Mike usually would throw in some good stuff. mike has been on a roll too, man. Mike's as yeah. he's getting more and more into fatherhood, his skill is sharpening. It's almost like I can't wait to because this is stuff that another father client of mine is showing me. He posts and shares. I have to give him credit. Um, but just wait. When I have my own children, who knows? Maybe like almost like a Mortal Kombat where their skills are just like developed. It just kind of happens. <laughs> It'll probably happen <laughs> for me too. A little spoiler there. Anywho, as you can tell, I'm still butthurt. But if you guys like this content, already subscribe to the podcast so you don't skip a beat. We drop about three episodes a week. And until the next one. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go to leave us a five-star rating and review. That simply helps us get out in front of more people. As well as follow us on Facebook at the Next Level Show private forum. Check us out on Instagram as well at the Next Level Show. My personal page is at John Alva Fitness. Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mike is at Mike Nellis P.